Welcome to the first episode of Controlled Chaos. I'm your host, Zach Woolley. With me, my co-host, Owen Kiska. And yeah, welcome to Controlled Chaos. So this is a different type of sports and music podcast. We are just going to talk about the big topics, a little bit of spice, because, you know, a little bit of spice makes everything nice. Uh, Just a little bit of everything here and uh, just a little background on us. We are two... Uh, high school baseball teammates and friends. I'm going out to college in Arizona. He is going to UT, and we are both just avid sports fans, and we are excited to give y'all our opinions on everything. Yeah. So uh, without further ado, we're going to get into our first segment of Controlled Chaos, and we're going to talk about the ever-changing NBA bubble and the playoffs that have just started. Today, actually, is the first day of the NBA playoffs. Uh, we're going to rank our matchups. So uh, we have eight of them. They're all good. As the basketball has been, the bubble has been, I would say, really, really well. Um, I, yeah. Every game has been pretty you know, decent to watch. It's really fun seeing uh, people like TJ Warren break out and oh, uh, yeah. Bull Bull, Michael Porter Jr. on the Nuggets. I mean, they're both breaking out. It, it's great to watch. Yeah. So, uh, after those eight seeding games were played, we had our, our – matchups made so we're gonna rank our top eight i guess the eight matchups from worst to first so starting off at the bottom we have the number one seeded milwaukee bucks facing the number eight orlando magic uh this one's a pretty that's easy a sweep at the bottom yeah it's it's gonna be a sweep that's I don't a sweep any problems for the bucks there just simply overmatch the magic uh, especially with the magic without jonathan isaac you hate to see it yeah um, yeah um Brutal. Aaron Gordon. I mean, they they'll put they'll put they'll put some work in. I'm sure uh, the team's up and coming uh, with Mo Bamba as well as oh yeah for sure. You know, Aaron Gordon. They're 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 solid. I just I mean they're just op with the Bucks, especially with Giannis. Yeah. Um, look for Pat Connaughton to go off the Notre Dame grad. Thinking. I'm thinking big Irish guy. Big Irish fan. Pat Connaughton. It's his time to shine. Um, but yeah, hey, Brooke, I, Brooke Lopez in the bubble too. Exactly. Looking nice. All those guys. It is. It is oh, yeah. really looking well. The Bucks are making good run, and I think you have to think as uh, Mike Budenholzer, the coach of the Bucks, you have to be like, hey, I mean, we got to figure it out. I mean, two years, number one seed, and we're you. Yeah. You haven't made it to the finals. I mean, you have. Yeah. Pretty much the upcoming face of the league, and what some would say, and they haven't made it. To I the think. Finals. I think this is this is their year too. This is their year to go to the finals. The you got the Raptors at the two seed without Kawhi. They're still a great team, but they don't have that star power anymore. I mean, Sp- Pascal Siakam is up and coming for sure. He's becoming a star quickly, but he's not Kawhi Leonard. And I think the Bucks have to capitalize on that now. Exactly, with, especially in this weekend, because next year you're going to have to worry about KD and Kyrie and the, with the Nets. And I mean, who knows what the window is, especially with Giannis free agency. Yeah, you don't know what for sure. So you, you look at you look at this playoffs with Ben Simmons out with the, for the 76ers. I think genuinely the second best player or the best player that is not on the Milwaukee Bucks in the Eastern Conference playoffs right now is TJ Warren. Exactly. Maybe Jimmy Butler. Yes. Well, I guess I, I forgot about Embiid, but that's about it. Yeah. So that series, the well, at least the Magic don't have to travel that far when they're going to be gone fishing. Uh, they'll, yeah. they'll head out of the bubble real quick. So that's little, little home team advantage. Yeah, little 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 Disney Disney magic. All right, so oh, yeah. at number seven actually brings us to the Nets team we just talked about, the Nets and the Raptors, two seven matchup in the East. Uh, we have, another one I don't think is close. Yeah, I, I you know you got a feel for the Nets, man. I mean, you they yeah. go into the bubble and you're like, oh, we got Kyrie's maybe Kyrie's coming back, and then you know all that mm-hmm. stuff. Kyrie, he's not going to play, blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, I guess it will be exciting to watch a, another playoffs with Jamal Crawford. That's always fun to watch. Yeah. Um, and I think I, my favorite thing watching the Nets is Karis LeVert. He is finding his own. He is – Oh, yeah. That, that final game of the season against the Blazers. Yes. He, and, had a, he had a game. And while we're talking about that final game against the Blazers, I really loved this uh, whole play-in thing because it gave incentive for teams like the suns like big ups to the Phoenix oh yeah for sure going out like they get an honorable mention devin booker you hate, showing who he is. you hate to see them they did everything that they could do 
could make it in the playoffs. But um, I think that added a little bit of intrigue and that little playing thing, very mm. similar to how we have the wild card game in baseball, I think was really interesting. It was really cool. And if nothing else, that's just a momentum builder for Phoenix. Go 8-0 in the bubble. You still don't make the playoffs, but you're going to the next year on an eight-game winning streak. Exactly. And I, I think mean, with Monty Williams at the helm, they sh- they I mean, they're definitely on the come of Aiton Booker. Um, Aiton Booker, nasty. It's great. It's awesome. So, but yeah, we'll get back to that Nets. So the Nets, obviously, yeah. not with yeah, the they're, they're They're playing right now down 17 at the, uh, at the end of the first quarter. Yeah, we're, we're not, what you look to, not what you look to see. Yeah, you don't you don't like seeing that. Um, but I mean, the Raptors, like we said, Siakam just he's just a guy, you know. He's a player. Yeah. Um, and Nick Nurse, he's a star. Um, do the Raptors repeat? Probably not. But I mean, you have to give props to Nick Nurse losing a Kawhi Leonard player who, oh yeah, literally just carried them through the finals and through the playoffs. Oh yeah, and you get. Um, Siakam coming in and that whole team they're emphasized team basketball over there and it really shows Siakam, Lowry, Fred Van Vliet has been great again this year definitely and I, I think uh, the funny thing I see always on Twitter you know Lowry gets a bunch of charges I think when they when they give him his statue because I think he'll probably be the first he was like their first like I mean him and Vince Vince of course but like yeah Vince and then it was the Lowry DeRozan era and I think his statue is going to be him taking a charge because that's that's what he does and you know Kyrie or Kyle Lowry back in his days with the Rockets he was always nice uh just seeing him flourish from the DeRozan and him days onto that year with Kyrie and or not Kyrie uh Kawhi it's just but yeah so I maybe five maybe five honestly probably not because let's see them behind me it's 39-22 with 11 minutes left in the second they might steal one if Levert plays like he did in that final game of the of the seeding games, then maybe. But yeah, we'll see. I don't know. It, but still, maybe a gentleman sweep. So yeah, that's seven. Could be. So we'll go to six. The game that just finished their game one. It was a great game. Uh, the Utah Jazz and the Denver Nuggets. Two similar teams when you look at it on paper, but uh, clearly the Nuggets have more depth, and yeah, especially yeah. with the Jazz without Mike Conley for at least the first couple of games. Uh, I will say, though, we both watched this game, and it just finished, like, maybe 20 minutes ago. And, God, you loved seeing Donovan Mitchell. That battle at the end. Uh, it, was it was absolutely beautiful. To watch him and Jamal Murray going back and forth. And then yeah. I just – oh, it's great. I, I, we just talked about before we started that the Jazz needed this game so badly. Um, you need Desperately. to go out and make a statement against the Nuggets team. You need to go out and say, hey, we can play ball with y'all. We can mm-hmm. take y'all. Um, do they especially Conley not coming back until game three or four they needed to take this game one when they were in it because I don't I don't know how many more times until Conley comes back at least they're gonna be able to be this close exactly you're not gonna get uh Donovan Mitchell breaking the points record for a Jazz in a single game you're not gonna get yeah he's not doing that every game yeah and then I think it was just so careless at the end with Gobert and Ingles there they threw the ball Mm -hmm. away and it was just playing reckless too many turnovers yeah and uh, we were on we I don't know if you saw but they were Towards the end of the first half, they were just missing, missing. And then uh, Mark Jones, the commentator, was like, this is like L.A. Fitness at 3 p.m. There, nobody's missing. <laughs> it's just crazy yeah. to watch. Um, funny, funny, funny stat of the day from that game. You know, either team, highest plus minus. Take a guess. What player? Dang. I don't know. I want to say D. Mitchell, but. Juwan Morgan. What a Go guy. Hoosiers. What a at man. Three points. Three points. He was plus seventeen. What a guy! It's lovely. If I'm not mistaken, higher than higher than Jamal Murray. That's crazy. And if I'm not mistaken, he's he was on a G League contract to start. The mm-hmm. year. He was on a G League contract to start the year. This was the first start of his career. And look at him. Highs plus minus okay. and plus seventeen. Yeah. So Nuggets. So we were gonna put that one higher up, but without Conley, it's you know it's just not the same. And you you really wish that mm-hmm. it had been evenly matched, but. You know, yeah. be a whole di- it would be a whole different story if they were able to pull out that game one win. But okay. I think I think down 1-0, I think the Nuggets are getting oh. momentum from that overtime period. The Jazz looked bad in those last five minutes. Because, you know, it's going to be interesting with this bubble playoffs as well, how we see uh, momentum shifts. Because usually uh, a series like 
the Rockets. The Rockets play so much better when they're at home. So if you look back to the 2018 series with the Warriors, they go to it was oh we can't go to Oracle and win, and they did that. But now you don't even have yeah. to worry about having to go into a place like Oracle or having yeah. to go into these crazy environments. Um, you're just going to go out and play. Same. It genuinely, it's just a better team. Better team wins. So it's going to be great. So, but yeah, uh, definitely that Jazz Nuggets matchup. It, it's decent, but it could have been so much better. Um, yeah. Next number five, we have Dame Dalla. I'm just trying to holla with the Blazers and Lakers, the one eight matchup in the West. Um, I really think this is going to be a great series. Um, the Blazers went into the bubble needing to do well because it was the Grizzlies had the eight mm-hmm. seat, and you know, but the Kings, they the Kings, the other two teams, they fizzled out. The Spurs, they fizzled out. The Suns did everything they did, but the Blazers, able to battle off the Suns, yeah. The Blazers had to fight, and uh, I think Dame. It's Dame time, and it's been Dame time. You have to respect him uh, going into Portland and just like, this is my home. This is my city. I run yeah. the team. And, uh, you, you wish nothing but the best for Portland, uh, but, I mean, you're running into a two-headed, I mean, just a monster. With I'd, I'd, like to see, I'd like to see Lillard, McCollum, and Nurkic take it six, seven games against the Lakers, but I don't know if it's going to happen. And that's that's good I mean, for another matchup coming up with the Rock. The, the winner of that series will face off against the Rockets Thunder in the four five matchup. Yeah. So you really yeah. hope if you're the, or if you're the Rockets or the Thunder that you know they push it to seven. You want this series to go deep, yeah. Exactly. You want it to go as deep as possible. So, uh, I think the Blazers, if they can have Melo play well, Melo is a secret weapon for them. If Melo can get back to like New York twenty twelve, just balling out. If he can do that, um, he can be that type of player. And yeah. If, uh, Dame continues on his tear. Um, I I think they can push it to six and seven. I mean, win it probably not. I don't think LeBron's gonna let that happen. He's on yeah. In and you know play it's a big if too. Exactly. Twenty twelve mellow is a big if right now. Yeah, it is. It is. And we get <laughs> firsthand experience being from Houston, watching that mellow experiment just blow up in front of yeah. our eyes a couple years ago. Yeah. Um. So like you know, what, twelve it, games. It's all a coin flip with Melo, but when he's on, that Blazers team is lethal. Yeah. So uh, it'll be interesting. He, he shut he shut down the playing game. He hit that three with twenty five something seconds to go. Mm-hmm. Number six, shut it down. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I think with Braun, it's going to be all about finding chemistry with him, uh, AD, um, getting prepared for that next uh, – because then after this, their next couple rounds is going to be crazy. And I really thought it was cool on Twitter a couple days ago. They said uh, if they get past the first round, they're going to wear the uh, Kobe special jerseys, so the Mamba, oh, okay, okay. Mamba jerseys for the remainder of the playoffs, which I think would be really cool. Uh, testament yeah. to how much they care about the legacy of Kobe, which is awesome. So yeah, um, yeah. it'll be a great series, especially for a one, eight matchup. You're not really expecting that, Oh yeah. Um, but from top to bottom, it's clear that the West is just, you know, stacked. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and I think it was great to get Nurkic back for the Blazers too. That really propelled them. So I think they can push it and hopefully they will. So yeah, great series coming up on that front. So that's yeah. number five. Number four, we got the rivalry of all rivalries. Not really rivalries. Player rivalry. Little TJ Warren, Jimmy Butler with the Pacers and the Heat coming up in yeah. the East. Um, that is going to be a crazy matchup. Um, I am, like, here for this uh, TJ yeah. Warren, Jimmy Butler saga. For yeah. Butler to get on him that first matchup. And then we get to the bubble and who's going off. TJ Warren just playing like out of his mind and then who's the one person who shuts him down <laughs> yeah first time he gets shut down in the bubble it's against jimmy butler so i think that over a course of seven or i don't think it's going to go seven but over that course of the series it's going to be amazing to watch uh hopefully for yeah. the pacers you want to see uh you want to see victor oladipo perform um you want to see you know the team just play to their fullest potential uh they got sabonis yeah. I believe, right so you know he's out he's out he's right yeah, Sabonis um, is gone so obviously a weakened team but um they're good uh Miles Turner he's he's there yeah. hopefully yeah. um and then on the heat side you have all these shards you have Tyler Hero you got Jimmy Butler I mean you, you're you're loaded um mm-hmm. and going into the year I, I I we forget about this but Chris Paul was about to be flipped from the thunder to the heat so yeah. that would have been even crazier but for interesting with what they have 
uh, Hero, Butler, uh, Bam Adebayo, they're all really just yeah. ready. And I think the way that they can push the floor and get it to their shooters out on the, the on the wing, it should be a really interesting series. And it'll be a tough I mean, one of the Yeah, one of the keys in the series, too, if I, I think is going to be Kendrick Nunn. Oh, definitely. And such a such a great start to the season, and since he got in the bubble, he just hasn't been the same. Mm-hmm. If he can pick it shooting, back up. shooting percentage, yeah. If he can get back to his form, I think I think they're pulling him out of the starting lineup, even, and he's going to run as a sixth or seventh man. But if he can score, be a spark plug off that bench, I think the Heat are going to be in good shape. Definitely, and you know, like once again, I think that one's a toss up. That's probably going to go six or seven. Um, I think that could go deep, yeah. Definitely going to be a great matchup there. So, with that, we go to the. 2-7 matchup, we have the Clippers with Kawhi, Paul George, P-Bev, Montrez Harrell. Just a deep team against a, a really upcoming Mavs team with a Luke, a healthy Luka Doncic, which is key for them. Uh, him Dangerous. and it, it, it it's deadly. I will say that. Um, watching that first game when they played the Rockets uh, back at the beginning of yeah. the season game, that was yeah. just an, it was amazing basketball. It was just really fun yeah. to watch. Um, so Luca, I think that's the that's the key to this series is Luca. Um, you know Porzingis uh. is ready to play. He's excited. I'm I'm sure Luca is. If he can, you know, go out there, put up decent numbers, I think they can. Yeah. Um, but once again, you have playoff Kawhi Leonard, and you have yeah, you yeah. In my I think more than anything, I think this series is just gonna be fun to watch. It's going to be high scoring, two best offensive efficiency teams in the in the league, and I, I honestly don't think the Mavericks are going to push it past five games. But I think those five games are going to be really fun to watch on both sides. It's going to be close for sure. I can yeah. I can forecast. I I mean I the, that Rockets Mavs game they scored. It was like they were. It was like an all star game. They were just yeah, scoring and basically. Scoring. And those are the games you love to watch. Like you have those nitty gritty matchups that you're going to see, but yeah. um, with this, it's just going to be a shooting fest. There's, it's going to be yeah. awesome. So it'll be interesting to see uh, players like Pat Beverly, uh, Montrez Harrell. He uh, put on his Instagram story this morning that he's back. So he will be ready to play, which is good for the clips because yeah, that's big. Um, that guy, big. I mean, he's just a monster and him with, uh, matched up with Pivev, they're all. I mean, yeah, him and him and Lou Will, Patrick Beverly, and the bench unit. It really makes you think about that that Rockets team when God, we were just yeah, it's, it's crazy to think the initial Chris Paul trade. Yes, that guard that Patrick trade. Beverly, Montrez Harrell, Lou Williams. They fleeced us. They fleeced the Rockets. If you they think really they did, Chris Paul, but we damn near gave them our whole bench. And oh, man, I mean, that was what they, we traded Sam Decker. Um, yeah. And Beverly, Harold. Yeah. And Harold was just, oh, it was crazy. Uh, but still, the Clippers, their foundation is strong. And, you know, I think Steve Ballmer made the trip out to the bubble. So I'm hoping we get a Steve Ballmer camera angle just to see this guy. That'd be lovely. Nice. That'd be awesome. That'd be lovely. I'd love to see that. Steve Ballmer is quite easily the most entertaining owner, and I would think any all of pro sports. Him and Mark- if, he, if he's sitting in that gym, all I'm saying is the Clippers have an immediate home court advantage. Oh, exactly. It's like that bird, their bird, their mascot, the bird. Yeah. Ugly-ass bird. But they have Steve Ballmer. This guy just gets – You sit Ballmer in there. It's, it's over. Steve Ballmer Honestly. in his curtains. Like, he is yeah. just a spark plug. I would love to work for Steve Ballmer. Like, I, he's just the type of guy that just gets you hype. In big work. energy guy. Yeah, big energy guy. Power the whole city. Love to see it. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, it'd be a good series. Um, of course, two seven. They'll they'll. I think I I want to say the Mavs are gonna push it to six, but like you said, it might. We may only get five out of that, but they're gonna be very very entertaining games. Yeah, for so sure. So now we get into the top two. At number two, we have Celtics and the Sixers. So two of the Eastern Conference powerhouses. The Celtics without Kyrie, of course, this year. Uh, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, just going off. Uh, Gordon Hayward, you know, solid. Um, and then the, with the Sixers, you have uh, Embiid. You have uh, Al Horford, you know, Tobias yeah. Harris. You know, Al Horford Revenge Series. Exactly. I remember uh, we were trying to get out. The Rockets were trying to get Al Horford a couple of years back in his free agency. 
and you ended up going to the uh, Celtics. So, I mean, it's definitely revenge for Al Horford. You you, you want to see uh, yeah. want to see them play. I think it's going to be a real. They match up so well, don't you think? I think so. I think it's going to be a great series. I think there. I think there are so many role players on both teams that could just completely swing the series. Exactly. Got, I mean, 76ers side, you've got Matisse Thybulle. You've got Shake Milton hit that game winner earlier in the bubble. You know, you've got guys like in their in their last few games, at least before they entered the playoffs, when pretty much everything was locked down. You had Raul Nato scoring 20 off the bench one game. Exactly. And don't I mean for Con Korkmaz, my man. A big Korkmaz guy. Yes. But I think Thybulle, if Thybulle goes off, Thybulle, I think you could argue he's had the best – bubble as a from a PR standpoint with his launching of the oh yeah vlogs. the vlogs um, just all over he was on Jimmy Fallon he was on this and they're just so entertaining mm-hmm. to watch um so him as a whole like he's built himself a yeah a little you know thing so and now and now with that Simmons injury it opens a spot for him to potentially even get you know increased minutes at a minimum maybe even a starting spot at some point throughout the series we'll see but yeah, their bench is you know loaded with Corkmaz. Uh, you have Tobias Harris as well. You want to see him do? Yeah, work. you got Tobias there. Former Mav, I think. Yeah, so that's gonna be crazy. Um, and then on the Celtic side, of course, um, it's uh, you know you wish that Taco Fall could get some minutes. You know, um, you got huge, huge, just a massive human. Taco Fall. So if he could get some minutes, probably not though. I, I don't see Brad Stevens. No, I don't see it happening. But uh, you know, when you have Brad Stevens as your coach, um, anything's possible. Um, yeah. I mean, this is the guy that took Butler to the national championship, and I mean, solid. But I mean, they, they weren't a powerhouse, and he still took. Them yeah, yeah. To the promised land. So maybe now he's got Gordon Hayward back. Exactly. So uh, I, I look to see Jalen Brown go off. I would love to see that. Love the big cow guy, Jalen Brown. Big cow. Yeah, yeah. So um, we'll see that. Kemba, of course, going to be important in that series. Kemba, Kemba definitely. Um, Kemba, I mean, cardiac Kemba, playoff Kemba. Uh, yeah. This is first time in the playoffs with a legitimate team, not having to be the center of attention with the Hornets. I'm playing for the Hornets, yeah. Uh, Michael Kidd-Gilchrist as his number two guy. So uh, he actually has players – actually has some people to pass it out to. So um, yeah. maybe maybe we get Kemba, Kemba in action. Love to see Kemba in action. Uh, Got to be a good flow. Yeah. I see that going seven. I don't see – You think seven? I think seven. I think they push it. It's going to go back and forth, um, especially with um, the X factor. With I, I really think Kemba is going to be a big X factor there. And we'll, I think so. We'll see with the Sixers without Simmons how they can run their offense. Um, obviously, Embiid's going to be a big part of that. So we hope yeah. that we can get um, push it to seven. Uh, that'd be a good, good, good. It's it's all fun basketball to watch. And I think that's oh, yeah. that's what the bubble has been. It's just been really great uh, taking a break from all the you know chicanery that's been going on and getting to you know sit down and watch something we love, which is you know sports. So. Yeah. As a whole, I think uh, it's going to be a great series. So Yeah, as- and I think, unfortunately, I'm going to say one more thing about the 76ers. I think without Ben Simmons, they win – or with Ben Simmons, I mean, they win that series. I think without him, they can't. But I do think it can go seven. I yeah. want to say it can go seven. I could see that. Um, with Especially with Simmons being out, I mean, you could see I, – I mean, Jalen Brown, obviously, that's why I said he yeah. – He's going to have to be a big part in that series, big role. So, I mean, uh, we'll see. I, I'm really intrigued to see all the game ones, especially after watching the Nuggets uh, Jazz game one. We were able to see um, yeah. just how crazy. Um, this They're all going to be competitive matchups, I think. Is, which is awesome. Well, almost all of them. Raptors Nets, I don't know about. Let's, let's check the score. It is ooh, 62 to 35. Raptors about to open up. That's rough. You hate to see it as a Nets fan. It's very um, rough. But you have a brighter future coming. Just got to wait a couple of years with uh, KD and Kyrie. So that is eight to two. And number one, I think, is the easiest one to put it. Number one, uh, it's it was shaping. Especially as Rocket fans. Oh, yeah. Being from Houston as Rocket fans, you cannot be more excited about the 2020 playoffs with the Pocket Rockets. It's the Rockets and the Thunder, the 4-5 matchup, although it's going to be amazing basketball the storylines are just oozing out of this series you have yeah i mean you have you have um james against the thunder you know former team and then russ chris Chris paul back against houston russell against the thunder 
it's 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 gonna be a fun series and you yeah. know being from Houston we watch the Rockets re- religiously where that's our club that's our team you know we were there in 2018 with the the sad 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 what, 20 27 in a row over 27 God, that was that was pain that was we were in Spain yeah. without the s it was straight pain yes um that's just stuff you hate to see but looking forward to 2020 with no warriors to worry about Daryl Morey just going oh I was like and I think from about the beginning of the season to like January it was scary because we did not look you know yeah we didn't look like we didn't look like a championship contending team at least we looked like a playoff team but not a championship contender whatsoever then then Daryl Morey says you know fuck it we ball and he goes out and trades Clint Capella, the homegrown center, Houston favorite, uh, trades him away uh, along with Gerald Green, but he was already out. And we pick up former, uh, what is the, our G League, the Rio Grande Valley Viper, Rocco, Robert Covington. And when the first, that Lakers game, when we first watched that, I think it was just immediate chef's kiss at that acquisition. And yeah. The pocket rockets, as they have been coined, have been really interesting. Um, but mm-hmm. he also, fits so perfectly too. Exactly, uh, just great. Uh, we, the amount of three and D people we have is two way player shoots the three so well, and it's so fun to watch. I I don't care what people say about James Harden's game, how it's it's bo- it's not boring at all. It's so fun no, to watch. It is not boring. Um, they. It's just fun basketball to watch, you know, drive, kick, drive. It's great basketball. So um, I look for James Harden to go off, even without Russ. That was the so. blow on Twitter was finding out that Russell Westbrook is going to be out for the, at least the first couple of games. But hopefully we can get him back for game three. You know, fortunately, Austin Rivers has looked great. Exactly. I, I forget. Was it the game? Was it the game where Russ didn't play last yeah, week and play. Austin Rivers started drop 40? Career high. Uh, but then yeah. I think against the uh, Sixers, they were we did not look good. No, I mean, we had nothing not look good. Before, so I mean, you could scratch yeah. that one up to that. But not super worried about them. Yeah. Um, but um, it'll be interesting to see how we match up against Stephen Adams. Exactly. With big PJ guy, Tucker. we got we got nobody his size, but PJ Tucker plays bigger than he is. Exactly. James Harden's a great post defender, super underrated post defender. Yeah, and I think that's the big thing is they. They, everybody's been sleeping on the ability of James Harden um, defensively. He is he, – Just on Rockets in general defensively. Exactly. And I think that's that's what D'Antoni said is one of their focuses uh, going into the bubble was improving on defensive efficiency. And look at what they've done, especially – Absolutely, they've done that, yeah. They, they shut game down. Against the, game against the Bucks was exactly. the was the defining moment for me in the bubble for them. Yeah. Seeing James shut down the Bucks in the last two minutes to secure the victory after yeah. being down – and going back all the way up, they, I think they are clicking at the right time. And this, Absolutely. dare I say this gives me the 2018 vibes, but in a good way. Um, yeah. It yeah. looks good. And that's a testament to Daryl Morey, you know, and the whole front office staff, you know, saying, you know, why not do it halfway? We got to go all in. We have to. And yeah. uh, with the acquisition of Rocco, they've looked really well. Now on the Thunder side, well, going into the season, I mean, you looked at the Thunder <laughs> and you were like, what's going on? I they, have, they have outperformed themselves incredibly. It's Nobody it's expected this. An anomaly. They had a 0. 0.6 uh, chance of making the playoffs at the beginning yeah. of the ESPN BPI. And you look yeah. at them now with arguably the highest IQ guy in the game in Chris Paul, who's hungry. Mm-hmm. I mean, this guy has had a storied NBA career, definitely going to be a Hall of Famer. And, you know, he, the only thing he's missing is a ring or even a yeah. finals. So um, I think he's hungry, and it's fun to watch that team, especially with Roberson back. Yeah. Uh, that's a tough team. It's going to be an amazing matchup, I think. Yeah. Who would have thought Shea Gilgis Alexander would be their leading scorer? Exactly. You know, those those guys they got from the Paul George trade, you've got Gilgis Alexander and Gallinari both averaging about 19 points a game. And that, that's been, that's been yeah. you know, key for them is having those guys. Yeah, uh, absolutely. SGA, man, and especially Lugens Dort. Uh, he yeah. might be out for game one, but um, forks up. Big, big ASU guy. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
he uh, he's been key for them off the bench as well. So um, will this game go seven? He uh, will this series go seven? Yes, I think. Um, but you think? Like, like we said, I think Rockets in six. Yeah, I want to say that, but I was actually going to go Rockets in five before this uh, Russ thing. Um, I think once again, it's gonna. We'll have to see what happens in game one. We can. I I can tell at least. Yeah. Um, it with the game one of every series, if it's going to be a close, I one, think one's going to be a huge temperature gauge. Yeah, exactly. We need to see how bad the Rockets want it. And I think James Harden wants, it's going to, it's going to boil down to who wants. Oh it. yeah. Uh, James, when he is on is arguably the best player in the league. He's unguardable. Absolutely. He's unguardable when he's on. He's you offensively at least. Um, so, and I think another X factor we were talking about Eric Gordon having to fill in for Russell yeah. Westbrook, this guy, is going to have to play to his highest capability at the coming, on, coming off an injury, exactly. Um, Primey G man, Pel- or uh, the Pelicans EG. You know the guy yeah, who, uh, Mister Bas, Mister Indiana Basketball coming out. Uh, go Hoosiers, yeah, go Hoosiers. But uh, if he can go out there and start chucking up threes and start making them, uh, you're looking at a scary Rockets team. But yeah. adversely, if he if he goes out there and plays poorly, I mean the the Thunder can easily make it two zero before Russ comes yeah. back. That's if Russ for comes sure. Back. But uh, yeah, going to be a great series. Yeah. So that's that's the playoffs. That's the bubble. That's what we got for the first round. Uh, looking forward to it. It's obviously fun to watch. Um, just basketball being back, sports being back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, lovely football of course can't say the same about that with a bunch of college college teams just letting it loose you know uh yeah pack 12 and at least until january big 10 as well big i will 10. say Justin fields uh really props to him i guess um he wants to play and i think that's a sentiment with a lot of people they want to play this yeah. uh but is it smart to play i think is what they have to think um, and that's a completely different question. So, I mean, you can get into the statistics of everything. And obviously, in a place like Arizona, where this is one of the COVID hotspots, as well as Texas, I mean, it, yeah. it probably isn't the smartest to play. And that's the sad truth that we're facing. But um, yeah. with, with that, just basketball being back is great. Baseball. You baseball. love it. Gotta it's love it. a little it. more of a train wreck. Not – it's all, it has been since it started, of course, with the heated labor disputes between uh, Manfred and the MLBPA uh, leader, Tony Clark. It's mm. been crazy. Uh, but we've had baseball back. Uh, there's been some good storylines. The Tigers uh, calling up Casey Mize to start on Wednesday. What do you think about yeah. that? Big number one overall guy. Yeah. They got a lot of young pitchers there in Detroit. They're not anywhere close to being a contender, I think. They're a few years off that still least until Torkelson can prove himself as an MLB hitter, which obviously won't happen for a couple of years just because of how young he is, just drafted. But you got Key Mize, you got Matt Manning, you got Spencer Turnbull. Exactly. You know, there's a lot of young pitchers in that Tigers farm system that have some potential. Mm-hmm. I, I'm really excited about Mize, I will say. I, I, with him being drafted, I saw – I remember when he was drafted, I was like, man, this guy's going to be a stud. Look at him now. Yeah. Um, you're seeing these people get it's great. Up. Uh, you could see uh, a Mackenzie Gore come up for the Padres, which would be great for them. They've got off to a really nice start. Um, Jace Tingler, best name in best manager name of all the MLB teams. Jace Tingler and his Padres off to a hot start with, I mean, future face of the fran- fr- franchise. I guess right now you could even say face of the franchise. Fernando Tatis Jr. Just absolutely <laughs> raking. Must watch television every night. This guy is just raking a monster. Um, but that team is nice. It's tough for them, actually. Tommy Pham just uh, broke a broke a bone. He's going to be out four to six. But, I mean, still, um, I think – That whole West Coast of baseball. The West Coast is going to win the World Series this year. And that's from an Astros fan. The West Coast is going to win the World Series. I mean, Dodgers, Athletics, Padres, take your pick. Yeah. And we can get into the, the A's. Um, God, they are clicking. <laughs> They're so good. They are clicking. Best uh, team in baseball right now. Oh, yes. Win percentage-wise, yes. I mean, you have Frankie Montas back. You have Jesus Lazardo. I mean, you could name all the pitchers. Uh, what they have yeah. put together at the Coliseum yeah. out in Oakland is absolutely deadly with the match. It's fun to watch. It's fun to watch, yes. And it, you hate watching it 
when you're watching it as an Astros or an Angels. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. from a, just a baseball fan's perspective, if you look yeah. at what they're doing, it is absolutely gnarly to see the A's. Bullpen, and it could very disgusting. definitely be the year that they finally get over that hump and get past the wild card game because yep. they've had some great teams, especially back in the 2010s when they swung a deal to get Lester at the deadline in that heartbreaking loss um, against the, uh, the Royals. Uh, yep. But look at them now, you know, with Chapman, Olsen, Simeon. I mean, that's a good team. It's a great team. It's a, it's a baseball fan too. It's just fun to watch with the way that team's been built. They had the lowest payroll in baseball last year, still managed to make a playoff run. I mean, they're, they're just fun to watch. And the thing is, it's not like, you know, they're just going out and spending on players. It's development within the organization. It's, you know, scouting. It's beautiful to watch. Mm-hmm. It's fun to see how you can manufacture a team and yeah. not have to spend the money of the – like, it's fun to watch the Dodgers. Don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, when you're going out and swinging deals and signing Mookie Betts yeah. to one of the biggest contracts in baseball history – it's not as fun to watch as, say, Matt yeah. Chapman, Matt Olson, you know, all these players just organically, Mark Canna, all these guys just organically finding a way and building yeah. this team up. Uh, but, I mean, you can even talk about the Dodgers. I mean, that Maeda trade they swung to get uh, Broodstar Gratterall, Mr. Frisbee. Insane. God, this guy is so effortless with his motion, and yet he can still yeah. go out there and perform with the best of them. Just an absolute monster. Um, yeah. He's crazy. And then they, the reclamation project of Blake Trinan, former A's yeah. closer, that's nuts. Um, I, they're fun to watch. We're getting close to being about halfway done with the season. Well, I mean, for some teams, unlike the Marlins, who I think have played <laughs> like maybe 12 to 13, 15 games maybe. Cardinals, Cardinals I think, have played eight. Yeah. Cardinals have played eight. <laughs> Good luck for them. All these double headers. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. And then with the Reds as well, you're hoping that the Reds can get back to playing baseball soon because it looks like it's only been one isolated case. But – um, it's yeah. the central, the central, the cards and the, the, the reds, what's going on. I mean, they gotta, they gotta, they gotta tighten it up. Uh, yeah. But the Marlins. Gotta feel are- for the Cubs in the middle of one of the, one of their best seasons, at least since they won the world series or one of their best starts since they won the world series at 13 and six right now, they were 13 and three at one point, I think. And, you know, with these, with all these central opponents getting behind in their schedules, you have to think the Cubs are gonna have to start playing double headers pretty soon. Exactly. And you hate to see that, especially. Uh, it just hurts. With Rizzo, he had an interview uh, today, and he's like, you know, we're going out there to win. This is probably probably going to be their last year with this whole core of players, you know, Chris yeah. Bryan, Anthony Rizzo. Yeah, they're not going to be able to bring them all, all back. So you, you hope to see the Cubs perform, but I think the Cubs fan base as a whole is still rejoicing. A little bit of a hangover. It's been four years. Yeah. But I mean, you had to wait 100 and something to get there. So, um, yeah. Yeah, you, you hope for the Cubs. You just you hate to see all these other teams like the I mean the Pirates obviously. It's sad to watch them play. Rough rough start. Cole Tucker's a nice nice guy to watch. Cole Tucker's fun to watch. Yeah. Brian Brian Reynolds had a couple nice little nice little games. And then before the Reds got shut down, I mean that team was looking really well. I mean the acquisition of Shogo Akiyama from Japan, uh, yeah. among many other. I mean Nick Castellanos. That's the under the radar acquisition of the the winter, this guy was absolutely yeah. just raking. He was Homer raking. Homer just absolutely going nuts for them, and then of course they get shut down. And then you, your pitching staff with Castillo, Bauer, and uh, Gray. I mean that that's good. Too. Yeah, uh, they were they were on the come up. Mike Mustakas as well. I mean they they were built to last, and you just hope that they can Joey, get back Joey Votto, Mister Four Hundred. Yes, Mister Four Hundred. I mean, not quite there right now. He'll, he'll get there. I, I'm believing in it. I'm believing in it. You know, you're manifesting it. That's that's a player in Joey Votto that you just you want to see. Yeah. Um, him, Joe Maurer, those guys from the early two, 2010s that you just looked up to. Them, that old Reds team with Brandon Phillips. That was just a fun fun team to watch. Yeah. Um, yeah. Big Homer Bailey. Shout out Homer Bailey, wherever you are. <laughs> Shout out Homer Bailey, Mr. Double No Hitter. Just a just a guy. Just a man. Great. Big great guy. So uh, baseball is going Speaking well. Speaking of it, Mr. 400, do we think there is one this year? Charlie is there Price. still a chance that anyone can be? He's at 446 right now. He I, was at 500 a few games ago. He's at 446 now. Barring any shutdowns, barring any – About West- to start a series against the Astros. We'll see. Got a two-game series against the Astros. If he's higher than 446 at the end of it, 
there's a there's a great chance and i think everybody's going to be like oh asterisk 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 because the um because of you know it's a 60 game season but i mean still it's just fun to watch some guy just go out there day to day day in and day out and just go hit the baseball you know yeah uh, find a way to get on and with yeah. the, with blackman he's just a he's always been a fun guy to watch and the rockies in general they've gotten off to a really good start um oh yeah nolan arenado's like you know we need to figure it the fuck out i mean he's he's tired of having to yeah once absolutely absolutely story arenado story story's bad in the 300s blackman in the 400s garrett hampson's in the 300s daniel murphy's in the 300s and playing without ian desmond too um yeah they are they're off to a good start like always always has been with them it's pitching um so we'll have to see with that but i could see blackman i i wouldn't be surprised if there is if blackman can hit 400 I think he's about the only guy who has a chance at this point. Mm-hmm. I was much I think it's doable. Joey Votto to just go on a tear. Um, <laughs> shout out foolish, foolish baseball for that uh, Joey Votto vid on uh, when he that second half of the yeah. season going nuts. Um, yeah. Uh, once again, Joey Votto just dummy, and then Mike Trout from my Angels. Go Halos! You know, um, dad's best player in a long time. Dad's strength. It's it's just fun to watch. I mean, it, it's easily known that he's the best player in baseball, but watching oh, yeah. him go has out been. and just punish baseballs and just play. And hopefully, we can find Joe Adele getting better. I mean, that's that's oh, a yeah. guy who, who could be along with Tatis a bright spot in the, this future game. So we can mm-hmm. hope to see the Angels do better. But uh, pitching, I mean, the pitching actually has been holding up. It's the bullpen. It's the bullpen, and I think that's what the Astros too um, yeah. on their what was supposed oh, yeah. to be their hate tour. Um, which is just a load of bullshit. Um, yeah, it was, it's 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 a lot of nothing right now. Yeah, I mean, this, yeah. Uh, even if there were fans in the stands, um, I don't I don't see any issue with that. Um, I do feel bad for Jose Altuve, cornerstone of the franchise. He asked yep. Dustin Baker to move him down in the lineup, uh, which just is a testament to how good of a person Jose Altuve is. He is the yep. most humble person I know um baseball-wise as much as yeah. i hate everybody gives him hate 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 because you know, he didn't even do the sign stealing thing or supposedly and i feel bad yeah uh as a whole that was a shitty thing to do uh with the sign stealing scandal but uh he went out there looking for something to prove and i think it might be something mental with him he may be mm-hmm. the pressure he and, and he's look, he looked better in that mariner series this past these past three games he had a once he moved down to the seventh spot. He had a one for three day, another one for three day. He's had a couple hard hit balls. Yeah, he's starting. You know, to he's he's getting there. That's a team again. You know, the Mariners. That's a team that you can get out of a slump with real quick. Um, yeah. With their pitching staff. Shout out yeah. Jerry Depoto, uh, captain <laughs> of trades, just CEO of trading anyone and anything for anyone and yeah. anything. So good luck to the Mariners. Uh, Evan, Come back to your Angels. Evan, oh yeah, he's awful. He's something crazy. Um, Strikeout rate, yeah, it's amazing. Big, big K guy, big K guy, and they're back to your Angels. Big shout out Dylan Bundy too. Didn't Dylan mention him. Bundy. Dylan Bundy for comeback player of the year. You know, you know, it's fucking <laughs> Dylan Bundy, Cy Young. I it is four starts, four quality starts. I am starting the 28, Dylan, twenty-eight and two thirds. I'm starting the Dylan Bundy Cy Young train. You can hop on right now. He's, he's over seven innings per outing. He is he's, nasty right now. He's, Eating up innings and he is dirty. Curveball. Oh yeah. And I mean oh, yes. we forget that Dylan Bundy was a top prospect in the Orioles system for the longest time. Yeah, so for him to like maybe put it together with Mickey Calloway as his pitching coach. Oh yeah. That's stuff you love to see. Um I hope, nice. I would hope to see uh Dylan Bundy continue this. Uh I I, I feel bad for Shohei Otani. Yeah. I, I, I had bought MLB TV, right, uh, only to see Shohei Otani pitch. Oh, that, I won to watch the Angels, but I really wanted to see Shohei. Great investment. That's just fun to watch. Um, I, was, I forked it over for just to see Shohei pitch. And you go out and, God, that first – I got secondhand embarrassment. I felt really bad for the yeah. guy. Um, His first two outings, brutal to watch. God. And you oh, it's hyped up. It's Sunday. It's Shohei Day. Like, let's go. And then you're greeted with – walk after walk after it's just like oh what yeah. is it what's going on but dylan bundy man watch out him's uh him and heaney heaney bundy yeah. tehran not not so much 
But <laughs> I'm telling you, man, watch out. It's that bullpen. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's terrible. Seven, seven and 15 with a minus 14 run differential. And what, what even is our um, what even's our uh, ERA, bullpen ERA? I think it's something outlandish. It's terrible. Yeah, it's pretty remarkable, I think. Yeah, it, it, it's historically bad is, is what it is. It is terrible. Yeah, yeah. Um, God, it's bad. And you, you would hope that Robles, after such a breakout season last year, he would come back to form and then just bad. I mean, you got a guy like Hobie Milner out. He's, he's one of your glue guys is Hobie Milner. Like, come on. Come on. Hobie. Big Hobie guy. Hobie, Hobie top tier. He's in the top tier of names. Hobie Milner. Oh, yeah. So it's Solid. Uh, it's crazy. So that's what's going on essentially in the world of sports right now. We got baseball. We got basketball. We got a little bit of hockey. Um, it's I, I don't know. It's my my ducks. Fun to watch. It's fun to watch when you're bored. I mean, there's no basketball going. I'll, I'll throw on a game. Um, oh yeah. But it's cool how they're able to finish out their bubble. Uh, we'll see who lifts up Lord Stanley. Um, Blackhawks aren't looking too good. That's my team down three one. My Ducks, my Anaheim Ducks, did not make the bubble, which is last place. pretty much most of the teams in the NHL made it some point in the bubble, and my team didn't even. We didn't even. You know, but sh- yeah. Shout out to Corey Perry, wherever you are. Um, God, that old Ducks team was cold. 2007. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Anaheim Ducks. But we'll see. Um, I watched the Bruins play a couple nights ago. They're they're decent. Mm. Um, we'll see. I, I I hope a team in Canada wins. That'd be fun to watch. You know, someone be cool. Um, yeah, and then soccer, obviously. Uh, oh, how about the thrashing uh, Bayern Munich gave to Barcelona a couple days Brutal. ago? Brutal. Brutal. Also fired their manager, didn't they? Yes, they did. And it was funny because uh, Messi had said before the game. Uh, they haven't faced they haven't faced La Liga yet. They haven't faced Spain. Well, they yeah. faced them and they whooped their ass pretty handy. Oh yeah. Um, Messi's probably going to want out of Barcelona, I would think. Um, Possibly. They've been the best team for the longest time. I, I could see yeah. anywhere that they go. They they have stupid money out in the world of soccer. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, Premier League wrapped up. They're going to start up soon. That's crazy. They finish the season. They're getting back into it. It's just keeping on going. So. As a whole, sports are back. It's controlled yeah. chaos. That's what our name of this podcast is. It's controlled chaos. And it had been crazy since March, figuring out how the hell we're going to play sports. And now we're just trying to find our way through this controlled chaos. Um, so, yeah, that's sports. So we're going to shift gears a little bit. We're going to go back to music. We both are avid music listeners. Um, yeah. So to close out the podcast let's just see what what are we listening to what's in our mix right now uh, best album i've listened to in the last couple of weeks or at least the one that's been in my mix the most definitely got to be mine same here uh limbo great album. a lot of good songs on limbo mine do, he doesn't miss i i haven't seen him miss yet and uh the features on the album little daniel shameless daniel caesar plug at the end love to see that <laughs> big Danny caesar guy i love it just it was great. The song with Young Thug. I, I, there were no skips on the album. Uh, that, that's been heavily in my mm-hmm. rotation. Uh, the new album from Glass Animals, uh, Dreamland. Really good. Really good. Um, solid vibes. I'm not um, a huge fan of it, but it's, it's definitely got some vibes on it. it it's the same. I mean, it's kind of like same shit, different day with them. But, I mean, there's songs yeah, yeah. Solid vibes. Uh, the one with Denzel goes hard. Um, yeah. Solid. Them. Uh, so that's in my that's in my play. Uh, Joji Joji's coming out soon, which is great. The singles yeah. he's been releasing are good. And nice I, single. I it was about a, oh, a month ago, but that Rich Brian single that came out. Uh, uh, what is it? Called? Enjoyed it. Love in my pocket. Love in my pocket. That was phenomenal. And you, well, I was not expecting that from Rich Brian. Uh, yeah. So he'll be coming out soon, which is going to be great. Um, but music yeah. as a whole, and then we can we we can spend all day talking about hey, escapades. Of one content. more big shout out, underrated artist of twenty twenty, Boldy James. Boldy James. He's dropped he's dropped three good albums this year. Boldy. He dropped Price of Tea in China early. He dropped Menger Menger McNichols about a month or two ago. On a what was it? It was on Bandcamp only, I think. But that was a great album. And then this past week, dropped the Versace tape, 10 quick songs, 22 minutes, gets in, gets out. Lovely. Listen to uh, the, what's the, the, 
uh, Tea in China. Price of Tea in China. It's such a good album. That's a great album. Must listen. If you like rap music, if you like good vibes, mm-hmm. you've got to listen to that. Boldy James. Um, and then the XXL freshman list came out this week, and that was just a bunch of <laughs> yeah. just clowns. Um, hit or miss. Is hit or miss. Sure. Uh, highlight, I guess, would be Lil' Keed. Um <laughs> Maybe I don't know. I don't know. I don't, know. don't really don't really know what language he's speaking most of the time, but you know. It, it, God, who else is on it? Let's see. Who else is on that? It was crazy. Don Tall. Baby Keem. Baby Keem on it. That's that's the one I like off the list the most. I listened to Die for My Bitch last year. That's a great album. Let's see. Got a lot of good songs off that. Polo Jack G Harlow. dropped a decent album this year. Jack Harlow. He, got some he potential. Got himself a good record with the uh, what's popping. Oh, yeah. Phoenix is really good. Uh, Don oh, white boy Tolliver, magic. Little uh, Don Tolliver snub, but I don't think he was yep. even on the list. Don Tolliver, obviously blowing up due to TikTok as well as being a part of the cactus Jack uh, yeah. label imprint and his new album with uh, uh, Travis's friend, longtime producer, Chase B coming out uh, soon, hopefully. Um, Super excited for that. How do you feel about um, it came out yesterday that Sci High the Prince uh, actually uh, they said that he gave Travis his flow for sicko mode. Oh, and- yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard that. Um, after further research, it seems like uh, even the producer for Coffee Bean said Travis, after hearing the beat, he wrote it immediately. So I think uh, that's something that happens. And it's not like he didn't even get credit. Sci High the Prince yeah. got credit on both songs. Um, and yeah. I, you know, we're not going to discount or get back into this whole Drake Meek Mill feud with ghostwriters yeah. and this and this and that. But I mean, he was credited and uh, Travis has said many a time that he doesn't make, he's not like Kendrick where he's, you know, going off. He's, he's just trying to make vibes. And I think he doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Also now there is two, two different types of rap. Exactly. Uh, we're speaking about Kendrick. Does Kendrick, what, what are the odds Kendrick drops this year? Um, Slim I don't think this year. I think I think before pre-pandemic it was good, it was a good chance. He had a lot of shows scheduled for the summer. He was scheduled to play at festivals. You don't play three-year-old music at festivals, but he was going to drop. Some I guess with with coronavirus. Yeah, maybe it all gets back to normal. We can get a great another Kendrick album, and I'm, it's worth the wait. Honestly, I mean the guy's just oh yeah, mastermind. Um, I and Frank Ocean. Oh yes, oh yes, another Frank album. Go nuts. Um, I hate I I don't want to be a, a gatekeeper, but I hate seeing money trees being trending on TikTok. I just gotta say it. Um, yeah. God, they people probably just listening to that album. I mean, it's great if they're listening to it the first time. It is an amazing. It's we have a. Debate. Oh yeah, it's my favorite album of all time. Yes, same here. Uh, that as well as To Pip a Butterfly. Any album Kendrick makes is just straight flame. So um, yeah. God, music's looking up. It's looking up. So this has been controlled chaos. Uh, we've gone through everything, done everything. Uh, every week we'll come back and give you updates on the up- upcoming stories. Uh, but yeah, keep watching sports, keep living it up, and we'll see y'all later. This has been controlled chaos. Adios.